Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Space Trash. Trash in space. Space Trash. Lifestyles the rich and uranus. Space Trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. Greetings, Trashlings. Welcome back to a- another episode of Pew 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 Space Trash. And um, oh, I got the name wrong. It's Uranus. Uranus. It's Uranus. I just, I'm sorry. As that was happening, I I realized what a weird choice the pew to like to mirror the pew pews were. The dogs hated it. If you can hear that too, it's a huge <laughs> amount of noise around me right now. Was sort of what I'm dealing with. Um. She's Sarah ASM armor. Right. Is that the best way to do it? Like, so that was, that's been something that's been on my, it's just, it's, it's honestly been on my radar for quite some time now, just like how to actually transition my initials into being like a funny ASMR joke. And it's been on the to-do list. I think we yeah. got it. Sarah ASM armor. Sarah ASM armor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the background, we're going to hear laundry. I think they're the brights. If, if your text messages was correct. I'm not sure if that was a title. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I also sent Molly some illegible, is that right? It, yeah, illegible. illegible text right beforehand because I was panicking. Well, it's funny too because I texted Molly an hour ago to be like, hey, do I have time to shower? And then she didn't respond. And so then there's part of me that was like, oh, you know what? Never she just had to be like out on the town. Like she told, she texted me an hour ago, she said a martini. Like, I, I, let me just get in the shower. And the minute I get in the shower, she's like, I'm back. And I was like, LOL. And then I, this is actually my third setup. I found all these places in my home that could be great little set spaces. And then as I went to do things, loud things started happening around me every which way. And also, side note, we were supposed to record last night. Oh, we were supposed to record two nights ago. Okay, okay. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. We are so supposed to record on Wednesday night. I okay. went out with a friend and got so drunk on three and a half glasses of wine that I had the hiccups for two hours. So That's Molly's. She's actually skinny bragging there. No, it's because I'm doing the, the 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 quit alcohol app. So the app is helping me drink less alcohol. So Dude, now I'm what a, is this app? I'm oh, this is really team. funny because it's not a sobriety app. You're still drinking on the app, but it's to quit drinking. Well, you can pick. You can choose your own adventure. Tell us more. It's called Reframe, and I picked it. Well, my mom told me about it, and I think Casey told my mom about it. I said, you can either say, I don't want to drink ever again, or you can say, I want to have a certain amount of drinks a week. So I said eight a week because that's like barely more than one a day. Okay. That seems like. Yeah. So I've been, so I've been having, I've been drinking way less and you read every morning because this is the thing with drinking for me. If I, if I understand the toll it's taking on my body and mostly the toll it's taking on my skin and my waistline, that is what will motivate me to be like, I don't even want to drink. So it helps with that because every single morning you have to do this assigned reading that's like, hey, guess what? Every time you drink, you become 10 times dumber and blah, 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 blah. Oh so it's re- God, I would just about take a shot. Do it anyway. Because this is a dumb podcast. 
Yeah, we have to be dumb. Do my <laughs> eyebrows look like a Muppet? No, you actually look – I'm, like, embarrassed. I, so so Molly texted me while – I didn't even wash my hair yet. I got in the shower and then I get out of the shower. Well, you're a curly girl. You don't need to right. wash your hair. Yeah, we don't expect to be, look good. But it's like – um. But so when I got out of the shower and I opened the door, the fire alarm went off because I guess I, like, steamed it up. And also, side note, maybe off the pod, remind me, I have some really funny news for you about why I might be going back to Florida after all. What? Myra crashed the car while she was there in our own parking spot. Instead of reversing, she drove. She just told me this story. She drove forward, and then the car got stuck on the curb at our house. And I think it was a big turning point for my aunt, who was like, oh, Sarah's not reckless. She's just raised by this fucking idiot. And so, so therefore, she's also a fucking idiot. That's, like, straight out of, like... um a uh what is his name the breakfast club ferris bueller oh, director yes 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 oh my god yeah yeah um I was john hughes Levine, but yeah 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 what's his name that's out of a john hughes mo- movie out of a john hughes movie so we have a mother john mother daughter john hughes movie in the making that's honestly the perfect director for the story of my mother and my life together yeah. but isn't that an incredible turn of events so that's what she was also telling me while i got like caught up with her she's like i want to tell you that like Ryan is starting to forgive you for being so reckless. And I was like, first of all, I wasn't so reckless. reckless. You adopted someone else's cat. Who gives And, they, and that's, that they don't even have any inkling of. There's no evidence. Literally, no. I did everything I could, including sell myself, to make sure that that did not happen. <laughs> okay, I sold my pussy for the pussy. <laughs> Legit. Legit. <laughs> so, look, I'm from a doggy daycare. You'll hear the, the pitter-patters upstairs. We have six here now. But mm-hmm. you need to know that, you know, it's like whatever your parents tried to do growing up, I went hard on the other. So, yeah, I grew up in a doggy daycare. I'm going to want to steal a cat now and again. Sorry. Yeah. What is that, a crime? Right. If you're not allowed to have sugar, you're going to want sugar as an adult. It's just part of my own rebellion. Anyway, I'm not actually that reckless. I, 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 when I And I am, but not in ways that I would get best busted for. I get busted because the man I sold myself to didn't take the trash out properly and then i got in trouble but past that there was no issue right and yeah. then she was like remember she was accusing me of all that stuff she said i she said where are all the butter knives and like yes <laughs> it's like, like oh i melted them into heroin spoons right. to shoot up with well, where, where found, do you think they are well and then i did i tell you that the last thing too that we get into it but she found so so there was like a syringe or something no one could have a clue what you're talking about. This is the person whose house you stayed in. Okay, in my aunt, Florida. my aunt whose house it is in Florida. I was going to give you plausible deniability so that you're not implicating your family, but you stayed at someone's house in Florida. Someone's. But so there was a, uh, when she got to the house, there was like a syringe filled with some like mystery liquid, right? And so she messages both my mother and I like, hey, um, does anybody know what this is? And my mother is like, wow, oh my God, Sarah, like sp- speak now or forever you know, hold your peace. And so I'm like, I've never seen that in my life. I don't know what that is. I'm like, maybe. Where was it? It was like in the butter, um, the butter dish area. A syringe? Wait, no, no, you're going to love this story. You're going to love the story. So it's a syringe full of like unidentifiable liquid. Right now, on my birthday, Seth got me edibles. Okay. He's a, he was, he was a comedy guy in New York. He lives in Florida now. He's my friend. Okay. He, um, he got me like, a syringe of like edibles like you basically put it in like tea and like it's a it's a juice infuser right but i actually i'm pretty sure i threw it out i used all of it so it, it and it also didn't even look like a syringe really but it like could have been that but it and, like when you're not using it you keep it in the drawer with the butter knives 
Well, which I, right. I, I didn't, right. Obviously, if, if I was keeping it anywhere, I'd put it in the weed drawer that my family obviously has. Okay. Tons of paraphernalia of all different kinds for whatever way you're trying to do whatever you're trying to do. Okay. It's a party family. So anyway, she sends this picture of the syringe filled with like unidentifiable liquid. And my mother becomes really aggressive towards me. And she's like, look, just tell us. Like, we're cool. We've been there before, but addiction is, I mean, my mother's obsessed with addiction, you know? She's like, addiction's a real thing. And like, we need to talk about it, but like, you can't hide from us anymore, Sarah. You can't hide from us anymore. And then I kind of like flipped a little bit, which maybe, because first I was like laughing. I was like, I am like blown away that like you're dead serious, but like, it says more about you than me. Like, are you okay? You know, what, what is actually going on here? But so then, um, we get in this huge fight because she said, I'm acting guilty. Because I said that she was treating me like a junkie for literally no reason, yeah. right? And she's like, this is only the actions of a guilty person, blah, 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 right? So I write back, never seen it before in my life. I would probably just toss it, you know, like, and then. I was like, it's Florida. It's not like no one's ever climbed in your door and climbed in your <laughs> heroin and left it in the butternut. obviously a junkie from the streets, heroin. Yeah. He took the knives. He left the syringe. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the gas station and we had sex no but so um but no so this is the best part though so <laughs> so i say i send the group text a day later i'm thinking about it like you know i, I text Seth a picture of it i said is this the thing you got me is this because maybe the cleaning lady moved it or you know i said is this the syringe the edibles thc that you got me and he's like no definitely not i don't know what the fuck that is i'm like okay didn't think so i send the text to the group toss it who knows lol florida's weird right my mother then, an hour and a half later, oh my God, do not throw that out. Question what? mark, question mark, question mark. It's my tooth whitener. Very, no. very expensive. I have one here too. No. And I go upstairs, I look in the butter, the butter area, and there is a syringe full of my mother's tooth whitener. Your mom keeps her tooth whitening syringes in the butter knives? We don't have butter, so it's it, it, not in the butter knives. It's in the fridge where, like, the butter hood area. What the fuck? So, but, but she let me, she, like, literally, like, staged an intervention for me to confront me about my addiction. Oh, my God. And said I'd been reckless in Florida, and that's why I couldn't go back. And low key, this bitch just didn't realize because she was so obsessed with like naming and blaming Sarah yeah, yeah. or like whatever bad shit I've done. But it was like, huh? I didn't think I had a good time. I think it was pretty relaxed. I, I watched sunrises. I watched sunsets. I didn't see a single person really other than Desi and my friend Seth and my cousin. And uh, otherwise, I like meditated. I tried to build my business. You know, like, I really was actually pretty tame as far as things could go. I fuck the handyman, but who doesn't? But yeah. It's like, so anyway, it was her, it was her fucking tooth whitener. And now I might be able to go back because turns out she's more of an idiot than me. And it helped my aunt to understand like, oh, she's the liability. Not only is she the liability, but like, actually, if I was raised by this woman, I'm do I'm an A plus. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like I, I, there's no way I could be, I'm as responsible as I could possibly be. <laughs> <laughs> Something similar happened to me in high school where <laughs> I was dating this guy and I broke up with him and he got really angry and I started dating someone else. And so the the first boyfriend 
contacted the school and said Molly is having sex with her new boyfriend for cocaine. Wait, 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 wait. This is involving the school? Yeah, he called the school. He narked on me and said, What? I was like 16 or 17. And he oh said, my Molly's, God. Molly's having sex with so and so for cocaine. And my mom like called me into the living room and she was like, Mom, someone like your, your ex boyfriend called the school and told them that you're having sex with the new boyfriend for cocaine. And she was you know like, what? He, he fucked himself up with the adding. Sorry, keep going, but he fucked himself up adding the for cocaine. Right. And I was, she was like, that's not true. Right. And I was like, <laughs> no, I've never even seen cocaine. I'm 17. I couldn't pay someone to give me cocaine because I'm such a little idiot. You, you know? know what it was? Yeah. I mean, I knew what it was. I, and I, I don't think at that time I would have known what it was. If someone offered it to me, I probably would have done it, but no one was offering <laughs> let alone for ex- in exchange for my stupid little body. Like, and I was like, look, I was like, you can drug test me if you want. I've never even seen cocaine in my life. And she was like, I know. So then she had to go to the school. She was like, I had to ask because they said it. And so she went to the school and she was, and the, the like, principal, the vice principal was like, no, you know, we have reason to believe, blah, blah, blah. And my mom was like, are you guys fucking kidding me? She was like, look at the kid who said this because the kid who said it, who I had been dating was like not an upstanding citizen. And she was like, and look at Molly, like, who do you believe? And they were, and the, the prince, vice principal was like, I know. Yeah. I mean, well, but no, but it's, it's, there was a tell there because I feel like it's one of those things like when we were like kids, especially as teenagers, right? Like when, like we were like, do you know what cocaine is? What's the difference between going with and getting with, right? Like all within the same, like, conversation circle it's like when you're doing like prank calls or whatever it's like you say the thing like for cocaine or like on crack yeah you know what i mean like or even like like read the fortune cookie and add like in bed or add on crack or like on doing doing coke yeah it's like it's like he he was almost there in terms of just outing you for what you were actually doing which was actually fucking someone else which is such a weird thing to tell the principal right what a weird thing i want to say though you know, your mother is a good mom, mommy. Yeah, that was and, really like my mother literally tried to pin her tooth whitener <laughs> and set on me and send me to rehab. And it's like, <laughs> why'd I pay your rent? <laughs> Let's get into the news. Okay, wait, can I have one other thing? Yes. So we were supposed to record Wednesday. And also, this has, okay, let me tie it into the astrology. So Pisces, Mercury just went into Pisces, which explains everything. Because we also have Jupiter and the sun and Neptune meeting in Pisces. So everything, time, language, thinking, it's all very like, what? like all of a sudden everything's like formless, boundless. Like there's sort of a, the like the communication energy is very internal and very arty. Let's just say that and drunk. Okay. So um, on Wednesday, I was like jacked up. Like, yeah, let's like fucking record. We're going to record tonight. And I was getting ready to do it. And then you were like, I'm so tired. I'm so sorry. I got it too lit with my friend the other night. And like, I just, I think we should do it tomorrow. And I'm like, great. No I was like actively lit. And also we started to kind of talk about stuff, but we ended up just talking shit about right, we talked. We did, we did actually meet the day before. No, on Wednesday night when we oh, were yeah, supposed yeah. to record, we spoke for an hour just talking shit, right. at, at unpublishable. 
unpublishable shit, but very fun. And I, I, had the hiccups the, I had the hiccups the entire time. Right, right. It was part of the thing. It was like, let's just talk. But then Thursday, we were supposed to start again. And we tried again at the same time. And then Molly was like, I was too late. Can we do 2 a.m. your time? I'm like, great, no problem. But then I got here and there were doggies. And I was like, no. Well. But what's really amazing, the universe, this is how Pisces Mercury works. Because even though things are unclear, we get things wrong. Like the actual logistics are a little maybe fuzzy. It's sort of like a whole Mercury retrograde in and of it, like just in general, like it's a sort of the vibe of it. So I got the day that the people that I was cat sitting for uh, were supposed to come home wrong. So I was all set up to record and actually, and they were like, just landed, be home uh, in an hour or whatever. And I was like, so thank God you canceled is what I wanted to tell you because I spent the entire recording time that we would have been recording cleaning, cleaning up my debauchery and getting out of there. So thank God. So it's like, that's the thing. When Mercury is in Pisces and this is like, you know, it just started. So if it's happening, embrace it. And it's probably going to be there. I didn't even look, but it's, you know, it's usually there for about a month. So for the next month, this is the kind of thing that happens, right? Where it seems like things are going wrong and you fucked up the actual logistics of the communication and you got the day wrong and everything is like sort of messy and you don't know what time you're starting and there's miscommunications left and right. But actually on a divine soul Piscean level, the big boy upstairs is taking care of. And by big boy, I mean like drag queen, I guess. But it's like, honestly, thank God you got too crunk and had to cancel because I got the day wrong of when I had to leave and I got to clean the apartment while you were there. And that is my lesson on Mercury and Pisces and really just embrace when you have moments of like, wait, that's not what I thought was going on or wait, disconnect or, Ooh, wait, you know, something is not right. Or the plan is going off course. Know that it's because the divine has a voice here too. And if you listen closely, you can hear it loud and clear. And you can use that time to clean up your debauchery. Well, at least like, uh, yes, clean it up, but also like use it as an excuse. Another really happy accident of our scheduling snafus this week was that there was no news earlier in the Uh, week. No, no. This is like the whole thing, right? Where it's like when even when you think things are going wrong, like things work out. Like all weeks for us to have scheduling, like such scheduling issues, there wasn't anything to talk about anyway until maybe now. Right. I mean, well, the only thing to talk about, something that I really want to go over – I mean, obviously, the reason why all the celebs are sort of more or less in hiding is because of Russia and Ukraine. Like, it's not getting better anytime soon. So wait, wait, wait. Let me pause you there. You really think that the celeb Kim is like, I could do this, but like Ukraine. No, the Kardashians have no shame. Right. They don't okay. Right. That's why we got a Pete pick today. Right. And so the 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 really the celebrities. This is so. This is making me think. And obviously, there are more important things going on in the world. Blah 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 blah. The, the trash cache is where you come to get away. Right. Exactly. We and war last episode. I feel like now anything goes. Yeah, and we no, but we are still talking about war because it's still informing everything. No, it really is and, what everything is. And everything in the news this week, besides the Kim Pete IG official, like okay, these are the four <laughs> things we're talking about today. We're going to talk about this insane TikTok drama with the person that I I happen to be acquainted with. Love this. We're we're going to talk about Prince William making a very asinine comment about the war in Ukraine, which I love because I just watched Spencer, so now I have some context. Oh my god, you didn't tell me you watched it. We'll get into last night in. So while I thought we were when I thought we were recording at two in the morning, I watched that to get ready, and then I put on Law and Order, and then I passed out. 
Perfect. Then Kim said this big thing about how everyone needs to work and no one wants to work anymore. Upset with her, and everyone got even more upset with her because it it so because no one was doing anything this week. The biggest news stories this week were Prince William and Kim saying stupid shit and being rich and out of touch. That's why she debuted Pete Davidson today on Instagram, and that's the fourth thing that we're talking about. Well, but and I also that's why it has she to do with it. the astrology though. But also Grimes had a surprise second baby, and we find out they're still together. Right, but also like, does anyone really care? I mean, we kind of care. I, mean, I care. I I really like her, even though she's with Elon and he's clearly a sociopath. But like, I I love her, and the I think money, the money, Molly, two kids—that's lifetime security. She said they want to have four. Okay, she is like, I can't wait to hear how bad her art gets when she has those kids locked in and she's set for life. Yeah, she's going to be She's like, about to be like Bjork on on cocaine. Yeah, she's going to be like, hey, diaper. <laughs> with stardust. Babies are a paycheck. That's fine. We'll get to all of it, though. But the first thing I want to say is, you know, I, I've been thinking a lot about like, what are we supposed to do with this podcast in wartime? I think we need to cabaret this bitch because a lot of really fucked up shit is just going to keep happening and happening. This is not going to end in Ukraine. It's going to keep pushing forward. And what can we do? What can you and I do? Sing. Yes, we can, we can donate money to Bethany, which I'm going to donate to Be Strong because Bethany Frankel from Real Housewives of New York City is doing incredible work. Um, and, yeah, and I'm going to hear more about that. We could look at her chart too. That's kind of interesting. She's she's great. She's she kills it on these, you know, crisis situations. And it's funny because she really is born for crisis. She is born for crisis. She's a crisis actor, and I don't mean an actor who's no, no, that's like right. No, that's a like like sometimes coaches call themselves change agents. Yes, she's a she's a crisis. She's she's acting in a crisis. That is where she thrives. And if you watched her on Real Housewives, you know that she is a fucking chaos merchant. Like she is. But so. Anyway, um, I just don't think our role, me and you, like, is to focus on Ukraine with this podcast. I mean, Unless we it's can- funny. Well. <laughs> I thought it was really funny the way that we handled the war last week, to be honest. When I listened back to the episode and I found myself laughing out loud at things I had not remembered us, us discussing, I was so proud. Yeah, and it's not like we're not like crying over the war and being upset over the war like we are and everyone should be. And have you have you gotten your gas tank filled, folks? All right, I want to talk about that too. Crying. I think it's real I mean, I know I said this last week that I hate the people who are policing other people's commentary and jokes about the war, but actually seeing people complain about their gas tank is pushing me over the edge a little wow. bit. Well, okay, that I would love to discuss that actually. I'm not I was just sort of joking. I mean, I, I don't actually care. I obviously burn money and don't even know how much I ever have or any how much anything costs. <laughs> well, but, what kind of car do you drive? Uh a, a nineteen a two thousand four Infinity. What's that? It's a it's a nice car from two thousand four that but it's now two thousand twenty two. Um I'm Googling it. Is it 2004? It's either 2004 or 2002. Here, let me find out. It was Randy's car, and then he gave it to my dad. And then my dad put money into saving it, and now it's very- Okay, so it's an SUV. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I'll send you it. It's like a small SUV. No, it's not an SUV at all. Hold on, hold on. Okay. I think SUVs are completely illogical and impractical and immoral. I do not have an SUV. Hold on, hold on. 
we need to not be driving SUVs anymore. And if you're driving a car that costs a hundred dollars to fill the tank, you're you played your well. Okay, but so this is where I need to tell you that <laughs> this is a perfect Molly. You don't even. This is where your Pisces is showing because you don't even know the fucking brilliant political social commentary you're walking us into accidentally. But this has been what. Oh no, it's on purpose. Well, it's like we also have telepathy. Like you don't know what car I drive, right? So actually, I'm going to chat you the I picture. Of I go- I just googled it, and the only thing that came up with is an infinity symbol. Okay, so I just sent it in the chat. This act, this link looks actually surprisingly long. So I'm not this quite link sure where it's going to go. I mean, I'm, I'm actually like, shocked at the length, at the amount of characters in this link. But this link is like Dostoevsky wrote this link. <laughs> it's and it looks like right. It looks like it's in Japanese, but you know, but I, it's an it's a it's a sedan. But my sedan is more what I what we found out during this Ukraine gas crisis is that it's a no killing I'm joking, I'm crisis. It was a joke, but but that actually the Infinity sedan takes more gas than my mom's Honda CRV. Good all cars. It's just it's just unless the car is a fish is is a, is especially fuel efficient or I mean I also think it's because it's like an old sedan versus a new SUV. It probably would be similar. But I thought the the Infinity would be a million times less expensive than the CRV. I filled them both up, and the CRV was significantly cheaper. But what's the miles to the gallon of each of them? Oh, I have no idea. I'm sure that the in- well, actually, I don't even know what that don't know. I'm asking, to be honest. I have no idea. what I don't even know what that means. Wow. You just actually just, like, sunned me. Yeah. No. My point is... What do you mean miles to the gallon? We'll figure it out. My point is, after the last 20 years of wars being fought over fossil fuels... That's what this is, right? That's what this is. That's what the gas prices going up right. is that's what if is. you bought an suv over the last 20 years and i'm sorry myra i love you you raised a legend you played yourself we lease we lease you played yourself no even to lease an suv no get a fucking smart car get well, a little honda civic that i agree with completely but here's here's what i will say can i tell you why are people having suvs and i and don't give me oh i have four kids get a mini no no, no let me tell give you up. okay so give I- up like generations of Americans have been giving up and getting a minivan. Get the fucking minivan. Who do you think you are that you can have this much demand on fossil fuels that are going to run out, that are destroying the environment, and that are causing war? Get rid of your fucking SUV, you asshole. Okay, first of all, yes, and vote for Molly. If everybody votes for Molly, we all get ten grand for plastic surgery. So you that mm-hmm. that's the yeah. So and I'm vice, so I'll make sure it stays fun. But. But and SUVs aren't cute. Get a cute car. Get free Botox. Vote for okay. me. But wait, this is actually really interesting because number one, one of the things when I was re-listening to our Kim episode, actually, one of the things that I thought about when I was rewatch because I watched the Vogue video after our episode because I was like, well, wait, I didn't actually even watch the whole thing. Like, let me like give it a proper watch. And it struck me that like video. The one that she did where she was wearing all like monochromatic like things and there was like classical music playing and she was like, I'm actually a woman now and I'm Kim Kardashian, not Wes. And this is my bland house. Oh my god, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> this is my boring ass, expensive cave. Um, hold on, wait. I just gotta plug my computer in real quick. But what I want to say is, the truth is, like as you guys know from the beginning of this podcast, like my mom is, I'll just say not smart. And she's street smart. She's a hustler, but she doesn't. You know, she 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 drove 
like head on into the curb and it got stuck there in Florida, right? That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like she literally drove as fast as she could in the wrong direction and couldn't pull out of the parking spot. So I think that my mother actually did. So I asked her, why did you get another CRV? Because we don't have kids yeah. at home anymore. There's literally, and, and it, number one, it's partially because she does doggy transporting quite often. But I said, I said, that, I said that. I said, why don't you check out like a, you know, electric car? And she's like, oh my God. They're impossible to use. She finds them to be. Now, her SUV, though, side note, is half electric, half gas. So that's why it's cheaper. But it's like it also turns off at every red light. and You have to turn the car back on. That's what I'm saying. Even that, like that might not be the right way to use it. And so I do think that some of the electric technology is confusing some of the gen olders. Nick's parents both have that kind of car that it's standard in Europe. Really? To have it that shuts off at the red light. Yes. Oh, that, like, I thought that I broke the car and I panicked and I called my mom like, I don't know what I did. And she's like, oh, no, it's just fuel efficient. And I was like, yeah, no. America is so, so, so behind on fuel efficiency and it's so stupid. And also, what happened to walking us fat asses? taking our SUVs everywhere, driving everywhere. Like in my hometown, if you walk down the street and someone sees you that you know, they will stop and ask you if you're okay. Like that is not normal. Everyone should be walking more. Everyone should not be using SUVs. We don't need to be doing this shit. And this is why. I want to say real quick, I did you a disservice there, Mal, because my computer was about to die. So I went to go plug in my computer. And for whatever reason, I think because the laundry is kind of chiming in in the back, I muted my mic. But when you said they asked if you're okay, I want you to know you did get a laugh. Oh, thank you. I thank laughed you. and then I was like, ah, I muted it. She's not even having the background. But it's true. It's true. <laughs> That's really funny, though. That is really funny. That, are you okay? It's like the thought of walking in South Jersey is like, especially in a beach town. How sad. It's not South Jersey. It's the shore. It's the shore. Yeah. But okay. Anyway, we but can I stop talking about the other thing. I, wanted to I just tell you in terms of why you're psychic. What I was going to tell you is why I was in a good mood the other day. It's because, okay, I, I'm not depressed in New York necessarily. It was really, it was 70 degrees. Oh, that will make you manic, yeah. And I <laughs> exactly I was manic. I was like, I love New York. And I walked from 30 seconds. No, I walked from Union Square back mm-hmm. to the apartment in Harlem. Oh, I, I love that shit. And I live for that. Electrifying. I tried to do that in London. It the pubs close in London at like midnight. It's absurd. And that actually I is try- crazy for such a drinking town. Right. And I was at a pub in Shoreditch and I tried to walk back to my apartment on the South Bank by um, like Blackfriars Bridge for anyone who knows it. It's all like central London. It's about like a 30 minute walk and it was midnight. And I was like, this is going to be great. It's going to be like bustling. It's going to be amazing. The weather's incredible. Not a single soul on the street. <laughs> central London at midnight. So wait, wait, wait. So where is everybody? Um, They don't have a lot of mixed use property like it's there's residential areas and there's commercial areas so like also the buildings aren't as high so there's not as many people living in as dense of an area you know what i mean and that was a really really rough adjustment for me moving here because i was like what is this la there's nobody here there's no one on the street well that is what's weird about so so here's the thing even when i've been in new york since you guys have heard me on the pod since i've been back i really have been pretty um isolated I, i i i'm telling you i never left the plague i'm still plagued 
I, I, I know. I, I self-isolated and now I'm starting. But but until the weather was nice, I was like, I think maybe I'm just like depressed as a personality now and I'm just going to stay in. The minute that I'm telling you, I was like, I'm like, I'm staying out. Like, I love, I just, I just, I guess I just maybe have seasonal depression, but like, I, I just, it's not even depression. I like it. Sometimes you just got to go low to get high. You know, it's like, whatever. It's the seasons. I'm not obsessed. Well, it's funny. It, it happens like that every year. It's like the minute that you're right. like, you know what? I'm actually Gandalf. Like, I'm just a saddled man in a robe and I'm done. The, then the next. The next day, it's 70 out well, every, I, every year. I had a similar experience, too, where I was, like, pa- sort of panicking about my weight. Not because I f- feel – I just, like, let it go, let it go to make it yeah. – I've been frozen, and I let it go, okay? And then I'm, like, do I even want to get on st- – because, like, then I had this part pulled to get back on stage. And then it's, like, but I don't even want to see the pictures. I look like fucking Mrs. Teapot from the fucking Disney – you do not. I literally do though. Like I, you haven't seen me in IRL. I, I look really fat, but the men in my life are. No, you don't. I'm with it. Everyone's fine with it. So anyway, but the bottom line I mean, is, you, you see it way worse than what it actually is. Perhaps. It's a fact. Well, but 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 here's the thing, right? So what? As I've been looking, so I was looking through certain photos because also I think well, you said to me the feedback was good that like when we do the manual stuff where it's like look at these dates. It's kind of becomes interesting and fun, right? Yeah, so I, I was oh, I doing that, that for the last two manuals and kind of to prepare things for the next manuals. And I was looking at pictures of myself and I was like, oh, this is normal for me. Like, actually, the winter's just a fat stay in time. Yeah, that's normal. Ah, and what a relief. Right. And also, um, like with or without COVID, it's fat stay in time. I was still fat. The- yeah, the crazy thing also about looking back at old pictures of yourself is you never look as bad as you thought you did in the moment. Wild. I'm like, oh my god, I actually was stunning a month ago, dude. But <laughs> I thought that I was sloth from the Goonies, you know. One th- well, you know what it's like though. It's like what's up? It's like with screenwriting too, or like with any kind of long form writing, where it's like put it in the drawer, like don't try to edit it right after, edit it. In a year when you're not so – because when it's an exact mirror of where we're at right now, it just – it is emotional. Yes. When I look back at my old writing, I'm like, where is that writer? Oh, where I know. Where did she go? I know. I, dude, so Desi started driving Lyft and the big project – one of the projects of my Saturn return that was like an almost big thing and then failed was I was working on Coach Cab with Caroline of Caroline's and Coach Cab was going to be my big idea. And then there was like all the, there, for a million reasons, the move, the coaching, project. Life coaching people who are in the cab. Yeah. I was going to be the driver and it was going to be like, a, like cash cab, but coach cab. And it was like, can I solve your problems before I drive you to where you need to go? That's great. That's a really good idea. Right. But then we got in this conflict because she was like, well, no, now networks are only buying scripted. So it has to be scripted. So I was like, okay. So basically I recorded conversations of myself. I didn't even write it. I recorded conversations of myself and then like heightened it a little bit for the stage and sent it to her. And then she's like, this is too slapstick. No one's ever going to believe this. And I'm like, this is my actual conversation, bitch. Like, yeah. so, and then there were like a lot of reasons here and there that, that it never took off. But then I was like thrilled again because I was like, oh my God, Desi. Because Desi's like, dude, I'm having the most enlightening drives. I'm driving people. I'm connecting with people from all over the world. And like, I'm, she made a QR code, a QR code to direct people to the Moonyul and to Space Trash and to all the stuff. Like, she's the fucking best. But I was like, oh my God, Desi. Cause I met Desi in coaching school. I'm like, Desi, you're living coach cap. I'm coach living cap. a full circle. Holy fucking shit. Right. So then I went back and I was like, let me get one of the scripts and let's like read through it. I was, Molly, it was so funny. Mm hmm. 
And at the time, I was like so ashamed because I was like, well, she didn't like it. And I can't even reread it. It must be so bad. Like, it must be so bad. Rereading it now, I was like, what a delight. That's really great. You know, but it's a good message, I think, for everybody. Look, if you're listening to this pod, chances are, whether or not it's your job job or not, you're a creative. This is a creative podcast. This is a creative Capricast. This is truly a podcast for the Capricorns who are like, but, 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 I'm also creative. Oh, well, it's for everyone. Well, of course, of course. I'm just saying we have so many Capricorn listeners. I think we should do a Capricorn sweatshirt, the Capricast. We got to hang in real life because like, I'm going to be home. I'm coming home tomorrow. Heck, like we're, we're funny together. You know, we, we don't. Yeah. Can we do like an entire day on Tuesday? Like, can you, can you help me buy wedding clothes? I would be honored. Okay. And can you bring Adderall? A thousand. <laughs> no, that's okay. Wait, can I? Okay. So one of the stories I want to talk about today that was Brittany Grainer. And can I actually not bring you drugs for your wedding? No, like, you definitely like, like, bring me for my wedding. Is she, a, is she a prisoner of war or are drugs actually that serious to fly overseas with? Yeah, drugs are extremely serious to fly overseas. You can't do that. Like, my Florida mom, to New Jersey is lawless. Y- you can't do that. My mom is like, we're going to South Africa in a month. And my mom's like, I'm going to bring my edible. Oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, gonna, um, to cats it for Casey. You are? She was telling me that you guys might do that. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Well, and, and the irony, though, that my aunt is now forgiving me. Now I'm going to be in Philly anyway. Bet you she wants me to check out the apartment and make sure it's okay, huh? Who's wrong? Who's wrong? Let me be reckless in your place. You'd be so lucky. Yeah. Dump an ashtray on the pillow. I'm going to fucking puke on the floor. <laughs> I'm going to shit in the toilet and leave it there. Good. Do you know? Oh, my God. Did I ever tell you about how before when COVID, right when the lockdown started, so Nick and I, we used to live in corporate housing with his company. And have like you, you still have to, to do you have Apple TV? I, no, let okay, me okay, finish. Okay, sorry. We 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 used to live in corporate housing and then we moved into our own place and somehow they forgot to cancel the cleaner from the corporate housing. So we got a free cleaner for the first like Wait. year that we lived in our own place. came with you? Yeah, I don't know how or why. Wow, it was insane. That's beautiful. But so, but she got she got her own back because the the week that we found out COVID was starting, we went to Paris because we already bought the tickets, and we were like, "Yo, there's no lockdowns yet." I was like, because everyone when when COVID first started, everyone was like, "Oh, it's only going to be two weeks." I was like, "No, you guys, we're going to be in for at least a year. Like, this is fucking serious." So we, Dude, I tickets. said it on your podcast before this was our podcast. I know, I know. That crazy. And so I was like, we have these tickets to go to Paris. It's going to be empty. There's no rule preventing us. We're going to fucking Paris. So we went to Paris. And when we got back, it was like literally the lockdown started like two days later. The cleaner that we had accidentally gotten for free uh, left a dump in our toilet, uh, didn't flush. No. And and stole all of our toilet paper. Because remember how there was a run on toilet paper in the beginning of the lockdown? Wait, 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 wait. I love this bitch. I love her too. Because I was like, she knows. Oh, she's she's also. Up. She was like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe I'm not supposed to go with them, but I will take their stuff before COVID. Right. And she was like, she knew. She was reading mm-hmm. the news. She was like, mm-hmm. this shit is here to stay. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be allowed to do my job and go into other people's houses mm-hmm. for the year. I'm, I'm taking their fucking toilet paper and I'm leaving them a dump in the toilet. I was like. Fair enough. Honestly, that's how I've acted at every single job I've ever had. (laughs) 
It's a good way to be. I'm not even joking. That is 100% uh, my MO. Yeah, I was known at the real estate firm for taking all the Perriers at the end of the day every night. We're talking like 30 Perriers. Good. You think Jeff Bezos didn't do that? I, I'm think, sure he did. You think Musk didn't do that? You think Bill? You think Steve Jobs? I almost said Steve-O. You think Steve Jobs? Steve-O did it for sure. Yeah, Perry. they all did. Everyone successful has like that entitlement. Right. But okay, we need to talk about the news. Okay, okay. But wait, wait, wait. Can I say one thing? Yeah. Brittany Griner. Oh, I already said it. That's news. She's being held in Russia. Why? You don't she- think she's a POW? You think it's because of the drugs or you think it's a mix of both? It's definitely a mix of both. That's what I think, yeah. But also, like, come on. Fuck around and find out. But, wait, you can't- no, wait, wait, wait. but you're saying that, that your mom cannot bring edibles to South Africa and I can't bring edibles to your wedding? I, I have a whole no. drug buffet. I'm, I have a buffet. I have a drug buffet I'm bringing you for your wedding. No, you can't. No, you cannot bring drugs overseas. I'm, no. Prescribed? Prescribed, yes, but you they have to be prescribed to you. Well, that's okay. That I can do because I can get I can prescribe everything. Could I bring prescribed weed, like edibles if they if I had a weed card? That I don't know. Okay, you have to where, if anybody's listening that knows about this kind of law. Yeah. But I'm just like, you can't bring them to South Africa. Well, it's also just really funny that we're even having this conversation about like it's like we're not like we're talking about your mom. <laughs> Like, oh my what mom. a journey right like like your mom you grow up you think i'm the kid my mom's the mom now there's a big family trip to south africa and it's your mom that you're stopping from bringing edible weed yeah. overseas to another continent yeah it's very interesting but okay yeah. Brittany griner I yeah, I think it's POW mixed with weed. You can't be bringing drugs to other countries. Like that's a very stupid thing to do. It's hard though because it's like okay, stupid is as stupid does. Like I guess as an American, I just feel like America has fucked us all in sort of a way because like our concept. Uh, like I'm so I'm so glad you got out of here for a minute because what a perspective shift. Like yeah, the fact that that like there are other places on planet Earth. But particularly that we like sort of mirror and we're modeled after. I mean, the United States is modeled after the UK. And you guys, mm. no? I would say it's modeled after Europe at large. Oh, okay, okay. That, I guess that's, to me, I guess I think of the U, I, I've come to realize, like, I guess I think of the UK as Europe at large. It's because not of the very monarchy. different. I think it's because I've seen so much about the monarchy traveling to other places and being like, and this is our Zimbabwe or whatever. The reason why this news story is relevant this week, in my opinion, is because it is something that would not have made a dent in the public consciousness if it wasn't for all the celebrities laying low because of Russia and Ukraine. Oh, that's such an interesting thought. Yeah. So here's what happened. Um, Huh. A TikTok user named chelsea hart who i happen to have met a few times she booked molly on her show yeah she's really i really had like a great molly is i we had i had a great experience talking to her and everything she's she was a nice girl to me she and this other tiktoker lance sosi had this huge dramatic blow up on tiktok this week and it was very like west elm caleb it was very reminiscent of west elm caleb yeah but the the thing that I was really – basically what happened was they 
Chelsea and him had been publicly friends on TikTok for a while. Chelsea says that she thought they were going to have some sort of like star-crossed lover. She thought that she met the one. Yeah, monogamous relationship. And he was playing her out. And the really weird thing is the other girls that he was hooking up with look exactly like her. It's very strange. Usually when people say this, I'm like, okay, yeah, she's also Jewish, right? Or like she's also blonde. In yeah. this case, it's particularly funny. Because like other girl looks exactly like Chelsea. So like in the West and Caleb Vane, girls started duetting our original Chelsea Girls video about like Lance did the same thing to me. And they all have a distinct look. I, I I'm gonna be cool here. And just say that they don't make me edit this podcast. Really short Sarah. hair. Yes, they all have really short hair, really strong jaws, really beautiful, beautiful, beautiful androgynous, beautiful androgynous. But I, yeah, I don't even have anything offensive to say. Actually, I'm not. They are actually attractive to me. But but like a little bit of a hilarious of, of, type for this, all things considered. A little bit of like a, and I mean this in the best way possible. A Woody Allen muse. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, okay, it's a very strange situation because, you know, people are arguing that Chelsea went overboard in exposing him. So wait, Other tell people- us more about that, though, because for the people that don't know about this story, that's a funny – that's – put it over – did it overboard to say the least, I would say, actually. It seemed like yeah. in many of these posts, she was being, like, either – dared to do some kind of a dramatic act out or i mean the level of drama in these shares was oscar worthy yeah it uh, was i'm agonizing from within right and i hope that she's not too ab- tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts good news ad free listening is available on amazon music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your prime membership Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Set about it because she really spawned some great memes and that doesn't... She did great work. She's a comedian. She's like us. I would say absolute A plus in terms of doing what you intended to do, which is get attention for this act out. Her stand-up is very good as well. Her stand-up is very funny. And she really gave me some great pointers on how to appeal to a British audience. What did she say to you about how to appeal to a British audience? She was at the first show I ever did in London. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And you know my stand-up is a little more – I hate saying this, but it's true. But it's like more edgy and dark. Like my jokes are – It is actually. Well, that's why you're so fun. That's why everyone's like, Molly must be such a square. It's like, no, Molly's the funnest to go out with, actually. I'm fucked up. Like, <laughs> I really am. Like, I have jokes about, like, you know, Afghanistan. And, like, I – so she – so I was <laughs> telling some joke about something I can't remember. Actually, it's funny because this joke bombing inspired me for another joke because I have this – long bit about how there's no such thing as a gold digger. There's just guys who make money to bang girls who are out of their league. Oh, wow. And what like, a reframe. I love that. And it's true. Uh-huh. And like- Wow, that's I, so funny. 
the crowd didn't really respond and it always killed in the US. So I was like, why is this not working? Oh, actually, this isn't working because everyone here has healthcare. So there, there actually is not even like even being a rich guy doesn't have as much cachet in the UK oh, as it does interesting. in the US. Because in the UK, it's more about class and the high class people aren't even usually that rich. And there's a lot of people who like, like in so what does class mean? Class means old money, which a lot of the time means actually not that much money. But anyway, while I was doing that bit, that bit didn't work. So like in the US, like pedigree. Yes, exactly. In New York, if I had a bit that wasn't working, I would just go louder and harder in the next bit. And you just kind of get more and more fucked up and more and more dark until they finally come back around. 100%. Well, you get in the United States because it is dark. You get so dark that they realize you're joking and then they go, oh, she's joking. She's joking. Right. And in London, for some reason, London is sort of like Brooklyn. Like I I can't get a laugh in Brooklyn. I cannot because I'm like a cisgender straight woman. You're pretty for Brooklyn. No, it's not that. It's because people don't trust me. They're like, she's the quote unquote, the man. Do you know what I mean? They're like, right, right. Because there's no Botox in Brooklyn. Right. I have to like, I would literally have to like draw a unibrow on my face to get a, to get a laugh in Brooklyn. So I, but like a lot of places I've done in London are, are similar, but even worse because it's like. Coward ugly women. No, it's not that. (laughs) How dare they? No. I'm, I'm, I'm of the nature. I'm, I'm, it's my, you know, I, I fit in a lot of places. Anyway, keep going. No, it's like I, I just come across a certain way, whatever. Mm-hmm. They so I was doing this these jokes about gold diggers in London and um there there you just don't ever hear guys complain like about gold diggers here, whereas in the US you even hear broke guys complaining about it. And that's a big uh-huh. part of my joke. You know? But so it wasn't working. I went harder on something else and after I did it, Chelsea was like let me give you a little tip. And I was like, please give me a tip because I feel like I just bombed. And she was like, you didn't bomb. It was fine. But she was like, in the UK, if you if something's not working, you actually have to get quieter in order to get them back on your side. Whoa. Like a fucking kindergarten teacher. Exactly. So I was like, wow, that's really good to know. And then I continued to not take that advice because I, do, I just can't. I don't know how to do that. American. Yeah, but she's really funny and she's really good. But so that was how that's how I know her. And then I like I probably only met her one or two times after that. But I think the thing that's interesting about this whole story is first of all the fact that it dominated TikTok. Womblands, which is not even what she said. She said womb, comma, lands. It was funny. I when I thought she was saved by it, I honestly changed my profile back when I saw her profile. I go, thank God comedian is in this bio. I said, you cannot yes. be about, you have to tell everyone you're doing comedy. Even if that yeah, moment I, wasn't comedy, put it, it, putting comedian in the bio changes everything. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then there was also, you fucking knew, like it was an iconic. What was her actual womb No, she, she said, I'm having, she said, I'm having, I'm, I felt it from my, deep, deep in my womb land. Deep in my womb lands. I think that's great. That's merch. That's great. I thought you did great. It's merch. It is merch. So, this this dominated TikTok for days. I think if there had been no war in Ukraine, it would not have. Like she was almost of I hope that she comes out the other side thinking, okay, that was fine. It made me a little bit infamous, a little bit notorious, but it definitely boosted my profile. But I hope that and and the other bad thing, the bad side of that is she could think, oh my God, I really hit it at the worst possible time. Like if this was a celebrity divorce, 
the worst possible time for a celebrity divorce to drop is when all the other celebrities are lying low. You know what I mean? And so now- wow, Kim and because- Kanye really though are like faded, just like star-crossed. Like, it's all perfect because like they finished it right before this. Right. And they also have no shame. So they wouldn't- Why? Well, really I guess they're the least of- Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, the thing is all of the real- top tier A-list legacy celebs. They have professional PR people who are crafting this image for them and saying, do not open your fucking mouth this week. You saw how Gal Gadot imagined. Oh, I didn't really understand. I thought you were saying that everyone was like just so like emotionally like wrapped up. No, it's because it's, it's because it's in bad taste in terms of international media. Exactly. They're saying do not do do not do a thing this week because it will go over like Gal Gadot's Imagine video. <laughs> that is why no one spoke. That one girl. I want a Anna Gal Gadot Lynn- while my guitar gently weeps. Next. Right. That girl, Annalyn McCord from the 90210 reboot, she did the If Putin Was My Son thing and that was ripped to oh, shreds. That was, yeah, yeah, that was, what'd you think? Insane. I mean, first, what a bad call. What a bad disorder. Call. All I can think is just the, the comparison between Putin and gluten. She did not do that. No, I'm saying that would be, that's the only offering I have so far to the culture. Oh, you should, I just think if, no, I, I just, I think we could do something where it's like gluten free or Putin free. So that's all I've got. Okay. Yeah. That could work for a comedy for show. Us, yes. Yeah. For us. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, that smart. <laughs> I mean, Honestly, rhyme Putin gluten. Only I did. Only I did. I'm, I'm proud of her for that poem. I actually am. Yeah. Well, it's interesting to know that, like, she actually was like sitting in her house and like wrote and a poem. wrote a poem. Like that part of it, I love. It just, yeah, exactly. It just probably never should have seen the light of day. And do you know what else? She has dissociative identity disorder. What is that? Multiple personality disorder. Wait, I'm sorry. What? It, from 90210, the reboot? Yes. She said a couple years ago, she did an interview where she was like, yes, I have DID, dissociative identity disorder. Okay. Wow. And then in an interview, someone interviewed her about her poem about Putin. And she was like, if some things went a little bit different in my life, I could have been a dictator, which I was like, slow your roll. <laughs> you, you can't just become a dictator a lot of things have to happen there needs to be instability in the country you you need to have good public speaking you need to you know what i mean like you there you don't just say i'm going to be a dictator I'm today. Up for a chart. but yeah so okay. this is i'm really laughing i'm really thinking that's we, funny that you're triggered by annalyn thinking she could be a dictator Right, you have to. It takes a lot of it takes a lot of work to be a dictator. We don't even know what show you're on. Chill out. Right. So okay, but we don't need to go deep into that because that was a blip. It was crazy. She's a cancer. So I'm saying that makes sense. So cancer Aries Moon, a cancer to be like if I was your mother. Oh my! Well, and she's a cancer Sun, Cancer Venus, Cancer. Mercury and a Leo Mars. She's dying to be Putin's mom. What a psycho. And like, let's be real with that much cancer in your chart. You are probably going to give birth to a dictator. She wishes. Kim Kardashian also got into trouble this week because she was doing an interview 
for the new Hulu show, which is just called The Kardashians, which sucks. I'm just still going to call it Keeping Up with the Kardashians because I love that it was called Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It was so stupid. It was like it was like the way that The Beatles is a pun. Yeah, right. Like right. It's like we take this, it's like it's cute. Yeah, it's corny. Like corny. the Beatles. Yeah, are, yeah, yeah. They're like the fucking be all and end all of rock music and it's like their band name is the goofiest thing in the entire world. 100%, dude. And like same with Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Like but now they're trying to get like deep with it. It's like Paul McCartney's next band, Wings. Oh my it's god, like, that's Hulu. so funny. The Hulu show is part Paul McCartney's Wings is and right and it's also like, you know, what? my sweet lord honey. George Harrison, yeah. Right, they're all having this, the the Kardashians on Hulu was their spiritual epiphany. Right, right, right. And the last season was their white album in the fucking that Malibu beach house. Yes. And it was so fake and forced. Oh my god. Yes. Thank God That's that we me. got a Kanye Brian Wilson in the mix. Because you know they're the Beatles of reality 100%, TV. Dude. And I mean, New York is, you know, New York Tiffany. I forget her last name. Oh, wait. I love New York. Yes. She's my favorite. She's Tiffany like, Pollard. Tiffany Pollard. She's like the Bob Dylan of wow. reality TV. Wow. Molly. Wow. I, fe- I-, I could cry right now. <laughs> and the Osbournes. No, I feel so fucking seen. I love, you do? I when I went to college, I had very few DVD box sets with me. I love OJ Simpson's and OJ Simpson's daughter stole one of them. I stole my whole like, Sex in the City box kit, Sydney. I see you. I hear you. I hope you enjoy it. But look at this. This is so perfect because the OJ Simpson trial gave birth to reality TV oh as we know it. Wow. And then his daughter stole your TV. We're in the fold, dude. We're part of the fucking story. We're the Forrest Gumps of this whole thing. So, so, but it really is like, um, no, I love New York was like, I loved her. I fell in love with Tiffany Pollard. There are so many good TikToks of just her greatest hit. Wow. You got it. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Are you on TikTok? No. You can call it TikTok. TikTok. If anything was going to get me on TikTok, it would be Tiffany. Okay, well, fine. Was, I you- felt like she changed the whole reality TV show conversation. Like she, she was the birth of Tila Tequila. She was. We, we forget like mm-hmm. we're from a long lineage of reality TV programming from our childhoods. I'm gonna send you the the next time I see any Tiff talk <gasps> things, anything of Tiffany Pollard. I'll send it to you because if I DM it to you, it will help your algorithm to show you more Tiffany stuff. Yeah. But anyway, she, is she married yet? Do we know if she ever found love? I don't know. Anyway, Listen, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to okay. it. So Kim said, everyone needs to work. Nobody wants to work anymore. All you have to do is get yourself in a workplace. And she was like, me, 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 me. She said it in this really like shitty, cunty voice. <laughs> and then Courtney on the side, if you didn't see this video, but I'm sure everyone did because it was like the most memed thing this week. Courtney on the side is like, oh my God, that's so true. And it's like, <laughs> because her entire I, 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 I didn't see it. So you're this is my me seeing it. Do it for me. You didn't see no, it? No, do it for me. Do it for me. Do an act out of the whole thing. Okay, so Kim's like, one thing that I can give, one piece of advice I can give to business women today is you have to fucking work. Nobody wants to work anymore. And then Courtney's like, that's so true. And Kim uh, just ignores her. platform that she doesn't want to work? Yeah, exactly. <gasps> but 
So everyone's getting mad at Kim, deservedly so, because it's a stupid fucking thing to say. It's a stupid ass thing to say when you are a billionaire and there's a pandemic and a war and a recession. The other thing that I think is really funny is there's this clip of Courtney in the most recent season that really should have gone viral and been a complete scandal because it was right when the pandemic started and she's talking to all of her Poosh employees and she's like, you're all lucky to have jobs right now. So you need to do better. And it's like, whoa, it's really fucked up. I need to find it because no one cared anymore about the Kardashians. Well, that's really weird. While you looked up at Nick just now, um, the dogs, I heard the dogs scatter across the ceiling and it looked like you were looking at the dogs scattering across the ceiling. Oh my God, Oscar was scattering across the floor. It's Inception. It's a pod within 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 a pod. So now there was this huge backlash, deservedly so, and that's why Kim released the Pete Davidson IG official. Yeah, because yeah, I was going to say, what do you think it was that got her to do it now? And and th- right, she needed to lighten it up real quick. Right. She became the only celebrity that was trending this week besides Prince William. Damn, she's good. She is so and, fucking good. Yeah, for both for really stupid reasons. She was saving that Pete, fo- the Pete IG official, that was her ace in the hole. Well, and it's interesting too, because it's like when you look at the relationship, not that I don't think they have like a real thing, but it's like she is smart and like, it's I don't I think it's they're dating, but like she's just really smart when it comes to business, and like she she just plays us like a fucking fiddle, the public, and like yeah, she knows that she she can use him. Yeah, exactly, and also like everyone's gonna forget because there are plenty of other rich people doing stupid, annoying shit every single day. Bye. It's all a disgrace, and it almost is like what she said is really stupid, but it also is unfair because she's just the most public rich asshole. Totally, she wasn't trying to be Every- a jerk. She was trying to just say, you know what it is. It's like I feel like the issue with Kim and like that statement is like at the end of the day, she's still a person, and like. It's, it's, you know, there's a lot of rich people in my life and like they don't see being rich as a luxury, which is really annoying, but it's true. They don't, they see it as just like, well, you don't know when you have money, it's just more money to manage or whatever. Like there's a whole, oh, shut I know, up. I know, but it's, but it's, and if you're listening, just check yourself. Okay. Because like, you don't understand, but, but, and also like, let me take that money and manage it for you and have it be mine. Honestly, no, no, if you have money, you're that. going to have to. So I'm really glad that you said that on the record because I'm not going no. to do that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, okay, so trade places with a poor person then. You won't. You never would. 100%. In many fights that I've gotten in over the years, I've said, when people have come at me with judgment, I've said, would you change your lifestyle? And nobody would. So don't get at me for keeping getting seamless, even though my income bracket changed. Fuck you. I'm still having a cleaning lady. Fuck you. Okay. So anyway. (laughs) <laughs> people should be paid to clean it's labor right. it's labor right. because if you're not paying someone to do it then it's going to fall to the probably fall to the woman in your household okay. and that's bullshit that's good. why there's crap. but it's also like good it's like it's like i'm like into spending money because it's like let it flow like we share it we share it it's all ours right but anyway um what was i about to say about kim she oh so i think of her as someone who maybe as as like seen and revered and you know dressed and gussied up as now she is i could totally see it being the thing where you know it's like we all have it where it's like yeah but like 
I want credit for this that I did. You know, like when you feel like you did something and that people aren't actually giving you like, yes, Sarah, that was an amazing, like even now, like sometimes I'll be like so defensive about the Munuel and I'm like, it is a success. Like, and it's a success because, and it is, and I'm not bullshitting it, but it's like almost because the people in my life, I feel like can't see certain things that I do as a success or they don't see it as like something that was hard for me or something that was a choice that I made. So I'm, I'm a little bit like, you know, I know passive aggressive is a term. It's almost like I'm like aggressive defensive. I know I'm like passive. I don't think you're no, passive not passive aggressive, anything. like aggressive defensive. Is that a thing? Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? I think we should make it a new thing because it's like just for the record. And so I feel like that's what Kim's doing here. Mm-hmm. Oh, the dogs. I'm sorry, I screamed. Sorry. Did you hear that? See, I am not aggressive defensive. I'm like overly self deprecating. Well, yes, but I also think I mean Molly, your chart. Your Mars is in Scorpio in the eighth house and South Node's in Scorpio now. I think in a similar vein to Kim and to even Chelsea, our our strong jawed heroine here, you have the same kind of, even if it's subconscious because you're so Pisces driven and that really is your purpose, your self-deprecating nature whether even like at many points it might have resonated as actually true that you're deeply insecure and that you're this, that you're that. I think now you're smart. You know what the fuck you're doing. And I think you are, I just think you're aware of your power more than, I don't even want to cut it because nobody should know that you're aware. But I just think it's, it's like, it's like your subconscious has your back. Pisces rising, Pisces North node. Mercury in, I mean, uh, Mars in Scorpio in the eighth house. There is an under psychotic, controlling, uh, divine force within you that's like, look, trust me on this. Say this. I know. And I have to stop being like, like people are like, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, oh, I just, I just write stupid <laughs> shit. I do. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what the f- no. I, yeah, I have to stop. Okay. But let's move to the next topic because then I have to go because I do have to be on a flight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come home. But wait, I want to say, I don't though. I want to say, Kim, I also, I just, I don't think it's a coincidence that this news comes right after the Pisces new moon. She's a Pisces moon. Kanye's a Pisces moon. So this is her new moon. You know, you plant new seeds. You come out with new, between the new moon and the full moon, which is on the 16th. Everybody come to the Zoom annual next week. But, it's like this is the time where like we plant the seeds on the new moon and then the seeds grow so whether it was timed by the public or not and i want to say to tell wait i think i also think she she kim tried to plant the seeds of i'm going to be a straight shooter i'm going to be a straight talker i'm going to tell people what i feel which is that no one works hard anymore and then it was like no kim don't plant that seed that's an invasive species and it's going to ruin your reputation, and she was like, "Oh fuck, 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 fuck! I gotta plant another seed, which is just a feel-good relationship photo." Well, right, and I, well, well, but that's the thing. It's like it's such a normal. I totally relate to that feeling, though, of being like, for the record, I want everybody to know this about what I've been privately working on or doing and what it means, right? And even in my own life, which is certainly not broadcast unless I'm actually broadcasting it. Lol. Um, but you know what I mean? So it's like, but, 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 but I will be embarrassed. Like I'll have like vulnerability hangovers for weeks because I'm like, why did I have to like 
Like, cause it's so insecure to be like, everybody needs to know that I work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. it's like, <laughs> yes, right you in my Kim. Yes, you good job, Kim. Good I know. Job, and you, Kim. and you have nannies, which is fine. You know and you have, let me tell you something. A staff, which is fine, but it's not the same for everybody I think else. We're going to find over the next few years. This is a hot take. Throwing it out there, a little drunk now. So it's showing. I think she's a little traumatized. By what? I know Kanye. Like, he, he's really difficult. Really difficult. Oh, really, sure. really difficult. And I don't know how she has dealt with. And yeah. I think when there are statements like that that come out at a time like this now, I don't know. To me, the deeper thing that I feel about her is that she's actually like, I I think she's really fucking hurt. I could cry. (laughs) I just feel like maybe I'm hurt, but, but I don't know. He really let her down and he's been acting out in an unbelievably incorrigible way for the past few months. I just feel like Kim, I I, I hope she's in therapy uh, and working with people like actually not. I don't think she's in. So that's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think she's a therapy fan. That's a problem. Or, or, or whatever. I don't care if it's a therapist. You could c- c- talk to Razzy. Talk to Razzy. She's a, she's a sorceress. You know, pick a, a spiritualist. Pick a different word. But she Kim needs to process what she's been through over the this marriage. Because while I don't think it is able to be categorized in the box of, like, abusive relationship, I do think that he's really mean, really controlling probably planted a bunch of seeds in her head about who she is and why she's there on in, in, in a bad fight that even if she knew that he was just saying that to be mean during the fight, it sticks with her. And again, yeah, I'm sharing too much about myself here, but like, that's what it is. And I think that like Pete's really great. Cause he's like, no, you are the bomb. I think she needs more reassurance than we think that she does. Yes. I don't think she does have yes men around her because which is great. But it would be good to have maybe a couple people. Like when she first became famous, like, and obviously it could have been fake for the show, but her sisters were just shitting on her constantly all the time. And then like, and it's like, yo, this girl. They really didn't get what she was doing for them. Right. And it's like, she's making you all famous. And again, it could have been like a contrived plot line for the show, but it still just seems like she, there's never. I don't think it was. I think the reason there's never people on her side. I think it was. I think the reason it was a plot line for the show is because it felt real. Like even them, it's like that's the experience she was having. Final topic of the evening: Prince William said something pretty dumb. Oh, what did he say? People. Okay, so here's what happened. He went to a um, event at a Ukraine. It's, I don't think it was the embassy. It was like the Ukraine house, which maybe – I don't know. It was with Ukrainians. And he said, um, for our generation, it's very alarming to see war in Europe, which is very stupid because his grandma – This is an was, audio pod, but I wish you just saw my my facial reaction. Yeah. There's been war in Europe since we were born. Europe and war, baby. Europe wars. Yeah. And like – 
Northern Ireland, hello. Sure. That was that Northern Ireland is part of your family's jurisdiction and the troubles didn't end until 1996. <laughs> your uncle like I was past president the by then. We knew it was going on. Right. Also, I have to say his uncle who died in the troubles there his his boat got bombed in Sligo where I'm getting married. Can't wait. And there are also rumors that he was a pedophile and was doing fucked up shit with boys in different schools throughout Ireland. So it wasn't even just the trouble. Where your wedding is. We're going to have to talk to him when we're there. I guess we can ask him about it. Yeah. I can't wait to pod from the wedding. (laughs) But his, his son, William's son is named after this. Wait, what? Who was bombed. He died from an IRA bomb. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so, so like, you're telling me there was like a pre-Andrew Epstein guy who was a royal, he was the uncle. So whose brother was he? He was the queen's cousin. Okay, so the queen's cousin ended up in Sligo. He got bombed. Turned out he was like a pedo. And that's who allegedly. Allegedly. allegedly, allegedly not, yeah, he's a small dick, but. Truly not confirmed. Not confirmed. And I have no idea about his dick. But um, so – and William chose him to be the so who's who? What's his name? What's his name? There, his name's Louis Mountbatten. Oh That's who Louis is. His youngest son is named Louis, and his oldest son George. His middle name is Louis. Oh God, do you think that, that he diddled William? No, definitely not. Those guys know how to keep it like they know how to get away with it if it's true. You know what I mean? But who so even regardless of the pedo allegations which is very sad and awful if it's true obviously um he was killed he was killed by an IRA bomb and so for william to say we're like your war in europe is alien to us in our generation is so insane it, uh, this like, goes back to exactly what i was just saying about kim what that like just because they're like wealthy, like like he's traumatized by a lot of stuff. I'm sure he is, Watching but I also Spencer just gave me a whole different perspective of William. Why? Because I feel like they made a point of it in the film to demonstrate, like, not only was her relationship with the boys like sort of a, a one of the plot, it was the B line of the show. But then they showed the different relationships with the boys. And I felt she parentified him. She right. He was her husband. And yeah. there I, I don't know. I, I mean, Spencer, I had really mixed feelings about. Um and finding it's one of those movies where after you finish watching, you go, What the fuck was this? But now it's like days later. I'm glad that we didn't talk right away because now it's days later, but it's like very much on my mind. Yeah, I love it. I love a very good film after the, it's like filmmaking isn't a, why I like filmmaking on, on some level is because it isn't like stand up. It isn't like TV. It's like it actually is an art. It's like you're making something that's going to live beyond that moment of seeing it. And, and, and it's a really subconscious, but then high level mass communication tool. I just love filmmaking. And- yeah, it burrows deep into your subconscious it's and well then it stays with you. Yes. Like, why do we watch the same movies over and over and over again? Because they they register as memories to us, as memories that we actually experienced. And I think even more so than books and than novels yes. do. Well, because because it's such a passive experience, but what it does is it gives us – well, and, and, and it's in the same way that comedy it's does like, too. It's like, like dreaming. Well, it's, like dreaming. it's like dreaming. Right. Like you're relaxed enough 
to then be a witness to what's going on for you when these storylines or these characters or these situations are brought to your attention, right? So it's like in comedy too, when you let your guard down and everyone's laughing, you might act, it's why I wanted the moon you will at the beginning, beginning of it to stay comedy because I was like, nobody wants to actually learn about astrology. Nobody actually wants to follow the fucking moon cycle and get in touch with their inner divine feminine, but we do want to fucking just chill. So, yeah. right. But so to me, when I watched Spencer, I thought, wow, this is so interesting because like, and they also make it really clear too. Like there's a lot of, because it's not, a, it's a sparsely uh, like dialogued film that's a dumbass sentence but like it it's it's very visual no, yeah. it's a very visual film it's it's beautiful it is a piece of art i i really liked it actually i guess i thought i didn't like it but now i know i love it but um and right, it's like Oscar, i forgot she was Kristen stewart i thought she was great oh i actually didn't forget she was Kristen stewart but i did think she did a good I job because her. i think that director his whole thing is very like, interpretive pablo larain what else has he done Jackie oh. with Natalie Portman. Jackie. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. Jackie. So yeah, good. So good. Oh, wow. Interesting. And, yeah. So his whole thing is like taking a woman and sort like a, a very famous woman from the 20th century and like going deep, deep into her mindset. Oh, and, oh micro. I mean, this, so if you haven't seen yeah. Spencer, it's, it's like three days in the life of princess die that's all it is and so like but that's why upon ending i was like what i mean there's no plot there's no plot yeah. there's nothing that happens in it well there's like an internal plot. Well, exactly like- well right right it's like it's a div- he is actually it's bummer that it's a man i guess a little bit but he, but he is actually celebrating the experience of the divine feminine that we don't even consider plot because we're just we just have to hide it Right. Like, I, I loved it. Yeah. But so the thing with this William thing that was also really interesting is when royal events happen, they have a press pool. And that means that one reporter goes in and gets all of the salient quotes and reports them out to everybody else. And then all of the other people in the press pool report it as if it's firsthand. And they rotate. So it's a rota. Like, like, okay, let's say I was in the – it's called the Royal Rota. Let's say I was in the Royal Rota. I might go into that event and I write down all the quotes and everything and I hand it out to the 10 other reporters from the other 10 biggest newspapers in the UK. The next event, someone else goes in and Oh, got it, got it. So, so, so you have the quote. They're quoting Molly. No, they're quoting it as if they were there, but they weren't. So it's basically like cheating on like math homework? A little bit. It's just to make sure that there's not a million reporters. Give me your notes. It's give me your notes. Exactly. So the guy who was in there, Richard Eden, I believe, who I think writes for The Independent, but I could be wrong. He also reported a paraphrased quote at the same time that said, William expressed that people were more used to seeing wars in Africa and Asia. Wait, 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 wait. Did William, in his quote, mention Africa or Asia? L-O-L. So nobody knows whether William said that out loud or whether the the reporter kind of extrapolated that from what he did say. I know. So then, of course, because the royal fandom is the most toxic place on the internet. So funny. So awesome. People... They, they ran with it. 
they were like, this is proof that William is racist. William is the royal racist because he said this, this, and this. Because the way that it was written was like that he said that verbatim. Then a few – like 15 hours later, Richard Eden tweeted and was like, no, William did not say that part. All he said was – Yeah, he was like, all he said was, for our generation, it's alien to see war. I love the symbol. I I just, I think Eden is such a meaningful name. I know, it's very interesting. But so, so the thing that's really crazy about it is like, what William said is messed up enough on its face anyway. I don't think it's messed up. I think it's that it's like, it's like it's like not true it's like you're you're literally not thinking it's like it's like when you say it's like how was your day honey fine and it's it's like your day wasn't fine you were arrested by the cops for having weed in the car and it's like whatever it's like it's just like he it seems like he's just saying stuff to say it right it's ahistorical like you're gonna it's just a not it's like stupid you're gonna be the king of northern ireland oh my god right you don't think that there wow. was conflict there in your lifetime? Right. Well, right, right, right. That's like like somebody being like, we never have gun violence in New York. This is so out of character. And it's like, what? Or being like, British people eat vegetables. <laughs> Still got it. Still got it. <laughs> We're back, baby. We're pouring. But do you know what I 100%. mean? It's like 100%. It's, 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 absurd, it's absurd for someone who's going to be. Right. A head of state in their country to not know that. And so it's not that he doesn't know it. It shows everything. It's that he's not tapped into anyone else's actual experience. He's he's like right. disconnected from actually what's then that's what the show was too. And that's why Diana was going so crazy in Spencer. Because she was like, all of this fanfare and this tradition and this theater is actually completely removed from human beings. Right, but also, like, I love Diana. I also love fanfare, for the record. I want to go fucking duck hunting with you guys. Right, exactly. I love Diana, but I don't think that, like, I think if she hadn't married into the royal family, I don't think she would have been this huge humanitarian. Bro, that's part of, I mean, no, 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 no. Diana is so interesting because it was, like... She Such almost did it out of spite. Or not even happy, an unhappy accident. Such an accident. Yeah. She, she would not have been exactly. a humanitarian. I agree completely. But I do think she was just like popular. Right. And she did something incredible with that popularity, which is more than you can say for but, most but the only reason, people. But I agree with you, right. The only reason she was in the position to do something great with that popularity is because it was actually the thing that was in front of her that actually they're not doing. Which is right. Very and funny. like, why aren't they doing it? Yeah. But so, yeah, it's it's really interesting because what we're seeing with William is just how out of touch and uninformed he is. But then at the same time, the all the royal stands took it and absolutely sprinted with it with this wrongly reported quote. So wait, the royal stands, do they – because I'm sure – I can't really tell. Do the royal stands love the royals or do they hate the royals? Well, there's two camps. There's the, there's the Cambridge – Fans and the Sussex squad. Oh, shit. This is West Side Story. Okay, West Side Story Royals. We have so many musicals as a small cabaret during the war. Oh, my God. It is West Side Story because there's the William and Kate fans and the Meghan and Harry fans, and they're always looking for ammo to shit on the other ones. In our version, could we have Meghan have an affair with William? That's the only thing that will make this interesting. No, because that's very sexist and 
like stereotypical. We just have some kind of crossover affair for it to be Romeo Julia West Side Story thing. No, I think all it is is Lilibet and Charlotte trying to be friends. Wow. Wow. That's that's beautiful and great idea in terms of marketing because we could do it animated, we could do it for children and it's for the family. And it's and it's girl power wow. instead of rom. Damn, you're good. Thank Damn. you. Damn. I bow. Royal mouth. So I'm wondering, do we think that this is gonna follow William? No. Right, no. because also what No, he out of Africa. Know, Nothing right, follows William. Listen, did you know Prince Harry got an award from the NAACP like two weeks Wait, ago? This is news. For what? Marrying a bunch of He wore a Nazi costume wait, like wait, 15 wait, years ago. Wait, and he and he called his he, – he loves to harp on his military experience. He called one of his brothers-in-arms a racial slur no. on camera. He said that shooting at the enemy is like playing a video game. He has said – Oh, my said, God. Like, and they, they've covered it all. It's all been covered Oh, my up. God. Ah. And he got an award from the NAACP. What did they award him for? Like, being alive. So like, for being friends with Oprah and for half of Meghan Markle, we salute you. Right. It's crazy. Well, okay. Now, here's another news story that I want your take on. What's the deal with Meghan and her sister? Because I saw in the news this week that Markle's sister is suing her. For defamation? For defamation. Yeah. What's the deal? So do you remember when I told you about that lawsuit that Meghan and Harry both got caught kind of lying to the court? When they were like, we didn't plant this story, but then they did? Yeah. Yeah. So she had said to the emails that her old assistant presented to the court, she was like, my sister's a deadbeat. She's lost custody of all of her children. She's a high school dropout. Like she was like, please say all this terrible stuff about my sister. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shit. You and Jamie are book? really goals, I just want to say. Like, can you imagine living in that kind of like I, I just can't even my brother and I are so on the same team. Right. Even if your but, sister was the biggest pain in the ass on the planet, you would and and you married into the royal family. You won. Up. Girl, you won. You're, she's in a wheelchair. Yes. What your life is incredible. Are you going at her for? Your sister has MS. Oh my God. Why are you telling a book author that she's a deadbeat okay, and well, lost I have custody of sex? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so fucked up. So the, the sister's suing her for that. She's saying that was defamation. I mean, it is too. defamation though, isn't it? It is. And she, well, the sister claims that she didn't lose custody of her kids, but like, who knows? Because the sister's a nut job well, too. So I did do a little bit of diving where I like, I was looking for quotes that Megan, like, like anything Megan has said about it. And I, the only thing that I found was her just basically being like, I haven't seen my sister for 34 years. And then the sister's like, no. Right. So, but, but, but it's like, we've already caught Megan lying to the media and in the media already. So it's sort of like, Mm, what do you but also like her sister's also crazed well so that's what i wanted your take on because it's like 
like like Megan's more normal, you know, or, or just more sane, I guess, than the sister. The sister's not wrong though, but in general, the sister is crazed, and Megan has composure. That's exactly it. She has composure. Why? Ultimately, we need to partner with the body language bodies guy and do a coloring book of micro Markle expressions because I have it, I have not stopped thinking about it, and I've been screenshotting for weeks <laughs> to, to share with you. <laughs> That's the best Maybe Rosa ever. will draw it. Rosa from the Munoz. Oh, you missed the last Munoz. It was so good. And we drew our soul gardens. Rosa taught She's not. Did you follow? You know Rosa? I'll, I'll send it to you. You got to follow Rosa. But everybody follow Rosa Fourth Art. I'll put it on my stories. We can put it in the bio. But she let. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Bottom line is I think maybe she could maybe she could draw the faces. That'd be great. Um, I also have to say that like <laughs> I'm equally pro and anti all members of the royal family. I I'm a guest in this country, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to – and I choose to live here over the U.S. So, person. Thank you, Molly. Somebody review Molly oh, personally on the reviews. We got to sing one tonight. No, like I, I don't – I don't feel like I have a right to comment on who their head of state should be because I am a guest here and I – would rather live here than the U.S. right now in terms of like the way their government functions and Why? functions. Like, and everything. I, I genuinely curious because I don't really live anywhere. I'm always open. Like, like, wh- like, what is the difference? How does it feel different? Healthcare. So you just have healthcare. Yeah, I just have. It's that's free. really really crazy. It's normal. Yeah, damn. We really need to. Well, but here's the thing: the United States is going to have to is- adopt that. That is what this Pluto return is. It's like, yo, you guys. The U.S. is the only, sucks if you don't actually live it. Yeah, the U, the U.S. is the only developed country in the world where healthcare can bankrupt wow. you. In Ireland and France, for example, they don't have free healthcare, but it's way, 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 way more affordable. Yeah, we have real issues. It's a huge problem, and like. I don't know. Everything is just like the pace of life is better. There's way less income inequality here. That's my huge issue with the U.S. is that the income inequality is getting worse and worse and and worse. And it's visceral. Like, I mean, the issue is it's like you experience it on the day to day almost always. Like, like, unless you're actually really rich, it's really hard to ignore. Right. And like, well, you shouldn't want to ignore it. No, but except that don't we all want to? I would love to ignore it, actually. I'm still sometimes wishing it was just a plastic fucking straw, you know? So, uh, you know, if I could just be ignorant, I would. I just can't. So, I mean, no, of course, we don't want, we don't want to, we don't want to. But, you know, I don't know. I just think it's, it's really painful to be an empathetic person because there is so much genuinely fucked up human v human behavior that is systemic and it's a lot to take on you just feel like you can't do it all we can do is cabaret it. during the war literally but you know what that's, I what that's when i wept at the holocaust museum the whole time i was like yeah this is all sad but i'm not gonna let it get to me when i walked into the holocaust museum wing of the community theater when they were showing about the, the jews still do like that's how they kept their spirits up in the ghettos as they were being waiting to be transported to the and also what an incredible rebrand by the way side note this war one thing incredible rebrand for warsaw everybody's dying all the jews are dying to get on the train to warsaw it's <laughs> an unbelievable reframe. Where are we gonna go? We've got to get to Auschwitz. We've got to get to Auschwitz. I mean, so you know, there's a lot of healing here too. That's really funny. 
Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.